Welcome to the Prosperous Mother podcast, helping single moms transform their finances so they can achieve financial freedom in their own way by working through the mindset and emotional blocks that can be scary to face. I'm Natalie Marie and I'll be showing you how choosing yourself creates generational wealth well beyond money. So today's episode is about, well, it's for those moms who um, do not receive child maintenance from their ex at all. Or for those who have used to receive child maintenance, um, but is no longer in receipt of it because the ex has decided to stop those ridiculous reasons. <laughs> or you know what, even for those who are, are in receipt of child maintenance, I think this episode, this episode is for everyone, this episode is for all the single mums, um, whether you're in receipt of child maintenance or not. Um, so I know talking about whether you should pursue someone over child maintenance can be a touchy subject among the single parent community and from the men who have no children but want to put their two cents in. You know, the ones with the podcast channels who have a lot to say about single mothers, but lack the mental and emotional intelligence to even navigate a healthy relationship, let alone a relationship with themselves. Anyway, I've digressed. So there are different views on whether chasing your ex to pay child support is worthwhile. And from my experience, it is only worthwhile if your children's father is employed. If they're self-employed, they can make a penny figure and give it to the child maintenance service. So you definitely need to up your game and get working on increasing your income. But I'm a strong believer that even if the father is not refusing to pay his child support, you should never depend on it. It should be a nice addition to your income, not a necessity to your financial household. And I think even more so now than ever, with the cost of living just increasing for everyone, right? Um, it's only the super rich where, their living standards remains the same, but everyone else's has to reduce because our basic living has increased. I'm a strong believer that even if the father is not refusing to pay child support, you should never depend on it. It should be a nice addition to your income, not a necessity to your financial household. So if your child's father is not paying child's maintenance, then this episode is definitely for you. So here are five tips that got me never needing child maintenance again because my ex refused to pay child support. Number one is to regulate your nervous system. So when this happened to me, I first started working on my mindset and emotional well-being because I suffer from anxiety due to my traumatic childhood. I knew that panicking and being anxious about the sudden stop of child maintenance was not going to give me answers. So you can do this by meditating and focusing only on your breathing. This actually helped me to remain calm in the middle of the storm I found myself in. And you wanna do this daily and throughout the day. This is not a one-time thing. Then maybe you wanna start watching inspirational videos of women who have been in similar positions like yourself, who have overcome adversity and are successful. You want to listen to motivational audios. And for me, I would do listen to these audios every day, in the morning, on the way to work, while I was cooking dinner, any free time I had, it was playing in the background, encouraging me. And lastly, like 
book a session with a therapist or if you're already working with one bring it to your therapy sessions and unpack it with your therapist because that's also what really helped me um was unpacking the fear the being you know being fearful of the unknown um and working through that and knowing where that stems from which is usually in your childhood right um and so knowing where that came from and having all the other stuff I, I was doing like the watching inspirational videos the motivational videos the meditating that really helped me it just locked it in and whenever I felt anxious I was if I tuned into one of those things especially if I was out I would focus on my breath or I or I'd focus on a particular item in the store um, or what or in the street and that would help um, bring it down and you want to do that because you're the person that has to find a solution to this and you can't find solutions if you are anxious or panicking about something that you are unable to control. The second tip is financial planning. So I then went and looked at my budget and reduced it by the amount that had stopped coming in. I made sacrifices and gave myself a deadline to when I was going to bring those things I was sacrificing back into my life. So you want to make sacrifices such as takeaways, clothes, shopping, maybe going out on nights out, um, stop buying lunch for work, bring a packed lunch instead. Um, and even during this time, that's what I did. And the only thing I did keep was my salon visits for my hair. Um, at the time, my hair was being chemically straightened and I needed to get a professional to do that. When I made those sacrifices, I gave myself a deadline. I said, I'm giving this up for three months. So I gave myself three months to find myself a new job that would pay me enough that I to cover the amount that I was missing every month, but also so that I wouldn't actually ever look at him financially again. Um, and I also swapped things as well. So, you know, instead of going out for nights out, you could have nights in and bring your friends over. Um, I used to do, we used to do our own kind of spin on um, come dine with me and everyone bought drinks. Um, I would use, I would used to go to free events and drink beforehand, um, and also you know telling your friends your sit your situation. You know don't be shy about talking about finances. There's talking and there's moaning, right? So just you know don't be you know don't be shy to say I can't do that right now. You know I'm in a financial situation. I'm not going to see a child maintenance anymore. Or you maybe don't want to have to go into detail. You could just say I just that's not in my budget, right? But um, just kind of be as honest as you can. Um, and actually when I told my friends of what was going on for me financially, they were always willing to chip in and buy a drink or two for me at those three events. And I am truly grateful for them. And obviously this is going back now 12 years ago. So I know right now we are, we're in a recession. <laughs> um, and our, the cost of our basic living has increased, which has reduced the standards of our living as well. 
except for the super rich. So I do get, I do get that. I do get that maybe, you know, where I sacrificed for three months, my luxury items, you may have to do it for six months because the job market is not how it was before. The next, which brings us on to the next tip, which is goal planning. I then wrote down the amount of money I wanted to come in in order for me to no longer need child maintenance. I also made a declaration to myself that I would never need financial support for my children's father again. I did this by using a salary calculator and you can find these on Google as they calculate the tax and worked out how much I would need a month after tax. I then wrote the annual salary on a piece of paper in a journal. It was simple in present tense. For example, I'm earning 40K a year. I then visualized myself getting paid the amount I wanted. If visualizing is something you struggle with, then there are plenty of YouTube videos showing you how. Um, so you can search this, you can do like, um, on YouTube, you can search law of attraction or manifesting because that's really what I was doing. I was manifesting it, I wrote it down. I said it out loud, I wrote it down, and then I did whatever I needed to do in order, in, in order to get there. Um, number four, implementing. So I started applying for jobs that supported the income that I was wanting to bring into my life. But I was also managing my energy, ensuring I was not putting out a needy and lack vibe, remembering that although the payments had stopped, I was still providing the, necess the necessities for myself and my children. I think that's really important. Yes, maybe you can't afford all of your luxuries, you know, or maybe you can't afford um, right now, you might not be able to afford day trips, but if you can afford the roof over your head, the food in the fridge, the clothes on your back and your children and still send them to school, whatever, then you're doing great, right? And I think even when I'm working with my clients and they sometimes panic when they come to me about their finance, I have to remind them, okay, like, are all your essentials covered? Yes, okay, so then there's nothing to panic about because you're not gonna lose your home. You haven't got debt collectors banging on your door about unpaid bills because you're paying them every month on time. So this isn't, you know, this isn't a, this isn't a situation where you're unable to afford to live, like to survive because you're doing it. And I think sometimes having, putting that in retrospective, um, and seeing it from a different way because the moment I don't know our incomes reduced a little bit and we're unable to do certain things that we was doing before it does put people in a panic but if you ask yourself those questions okay are all my bills paid yes or, or is all my essentials taken care of am I able to cover my essentials yes okay so that means we can kind of calm down the panic you know that you're not going to lose your home anytime soon And to ensure the guarantee of a job that I wanted, I hired a CV writer to write my CV because I was, I was making sure that I was giving this 100%, right? The, I was, I, remember, I was only giving myself three months to find a job to match my salary expectations now that I was no longer receiving child maintenance. So I did everything I could to make sure that that was gonna happen. 
I knew my weaknesses. I'm not great at writing CVs and I have no interest in improving. <laughs> so I decided to hire a CV writer, got them to do my CV for me. Um, and I had a whole routine for my job search. So every evening I researched the live jobs and saved them. And then every morning I woke up an hour early and applied for the jobs I had saved. I was relentless. I didn't stop until I got what I wanted. I got to a point where the possibility of rejections were no longer causing me to fret. I was calm and focused. I knew I was going to be okay. And now that I had a professionally written CV, I felt confident about my skills. Also the male recruitment consultants were always pushing me to get more money. Yes, the higher the salary, the bigger their commission, but they were telling me that I was worth the salary that I was wanting. That's another thing as well. I think, um, I think I spoke about this in my free private Facebook group that women and men, well, they approach things differently, but you see even more so in the job market, men don't feel they have to be 100% qualified for a particular role to go for it, but women do. And I see it all the time. Um, women having feeling like they have to get more qualifications after another qualification after, just so that they feel like they can apply for something or feel comfortable in doing what they do when you've got years and years and years of experience and actually that's why people want to hire you because of your experience or um and I think as women you need to kind of understand that you don't need to be um fully qualified to apply for a certain type of job um, you don't need to have all of the skill set or experience in order to get the job. And working with male recruitment consultants made me realize that. And I'm very grateful. So, yes, even though it meant me applying for more, meant that their commission would be more, but they also instilled some confidence in me that I was able to apply for those jobs where I didn't feel I was qualified because I didn't feel like I had all of the experience but I was I was getting those jobs um so it's another thing to really think about like don't put yourself down if it feels scary do it apply for the job like what's the worst they can say no do you know what I mean um but just keep going so the next one, the last one is accepting and letting go. So when my children's dad decided that he no longer wanted to pay maintenance, I didn't fight, I didn't fight him. Uh, I accepted it because it was out of my control. Instead, I used that energy to improve my financial situation and doors were opening for me that wouldn't have if this situation did not happen. Don't get it twisted though. I didn't arrive at this serene, let it go being overnight. It was definitely a process and one we will go through. It had been years of fighting with my children's father every month to pay child maintenance on time or even at all. At this point, I had just given up. I knew his actions were about getting at me and not about the kids. And I was fed up of relying on someone who didn't want to take care of their children. I wanted peace in my life. And that meant accepting my ex was never going to change. And I say this all the time. And maybe some people feel like, oh, it's easy for her to say this because, you know, she's got her finance sorted, but I haven't got all of my finances sorted. There's still got financial goals that I want to achieve. And at one point I didn't have no finances. You know, this is from experience of, you know, not of not being where I am now. Um, but letting go is one of the best things you could do. And I think people believe that letting go is losing because it feels like 
you're letting this person win, but you're not. You're just refocusing your energy. You're just putting your energy back on yourself, where your energy would be on them, reminding them, telling them how they should be a dad, telling them how they should be paying. It's too much. It's it's too much. I've learned, <laughs> I've learned these years um, that men don't listen to words, they listen to action. And the moment you start pulling the energy away from them, start putting it onto yourself, they want to pop up and see what's going on. Um, and so you're better off always focusing on yourself. And that's true winning. Because when you do that, you'll start doing things that you never thought you would imagine doing or that you didn't have the skill set to do or you didn't think you was capable or brave enough or even confident enough to do. And you're doing it because, well, you decided to stop focusing on them. So it's never, I never, um, I mean, it's been, there's not been a time where it has backfired where I've let anything go. It's it's never it's it's no um it's yet to backfire on me. It's always worked in my favor. Maybe not in the time frame I want it to work in, because <laughs> I can be impatient, but it does always work out. So so how did that end when I decided to not fight him anymore for child maintenance? I decided to create a plan. I reduced my expenses. Um, I hired a CV writer, I started going in and applying for jobs that matched the salary that I wanted. Well, that same year, I managed to go on four holidays. <laughs> Three were ab abroad and one was a staycation. Two of those trips were given to me. One was from the new job that I got, you see. And I believe those things came because I decided to look, not look at my situation as though I was in scarcity. It did take me some time to regulate my nervous system and not panic anymore. And let me tell you something, that's an ongoing thing. Because I realized how I was anxious um, or suffering from anxiety, but I was always anxious through my childhood and always nervous in my childhood because of my trauma tra traumatic experiences in, in my youth. Um, I'm always going to be managing my anxiety. Like it's just never going to go away. It has got a lot better though, so much better. But there are still times where it comes up um, where I think I may think of something and then I'm just like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, where, where things just seem uncertain, especially if you're, going in a new direction you're trying something new you don't know if it's going to work or not you know I still suffer from anxiety so I still meditate I still meditate every day I still practice presence and just focusing on my breathing um, I still watch inspirational videos and motivational audios I'm not with my therapist anymore she signed me off so um, she said I was self-aware and that I didn't need her anymore <laughs> um so, um, but I still do things that help me manage my anxiety. But like I said before, it's nowhere near as bad as it was. Um, but I still suffer from it. So it's an ongoing thing. Um, and every day I stay committed to meditating, journaling, watching inspirational videos and motivational audios. I was teaching myself to believe in myself and to trust that what I was doing was going to bring me the results I wanted. 
And this situation also taught me that the government and the system they've put in place is one big illusion. If they were so concerned about single mothers, there would be heavy consequences for fathers who abandoned financial responsibility for their children. And I think that's what we need to focus on. I think the system, and as I said before in the beginning of this episode, those podcast bros <laughs> always focus on the, the mothers who are the responsible ones. Because anyone can walk away from a child. Like none of us needed to stay, but we do. We stayed, we raised them, and we, we, we give our all for them. Um, but more emphasis needs to be Actually, the emphasis, not more, the emphasis needs to be put on these on these dads because it's just not human, right? It's not fair. And it's certainly not justice to walk away from your children but have no repercussions. Like the world doesn't look at them in a certain way. Enjoy the rest of your week. Love, Natalie. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you're wanting to build wealth in your own way, you can download my single mom five-step guide to financial freedom to help motivate you. The link to download is in this episode's description.